0: Welcome to the six minutes a day, a journey to your higher self training program. This training program dives into topics related to self-awareness, making small physical and mindful changes in your daily life, communicating and interacting with others while honoring yourself, and taking yoga off the mat to tie it all together, creating a shift into a higher version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here, so let's get started. Well, good day everybody. Welcome to six minutes a day, a journey to your higher self. My name is Justin. This is strength, yoga and freedom. Whether you're watching this on the YouTube channel or you're listening to this on the podcast version, I want to welcome you. All of the, today is day 19 and all of the previous trainings, one through 18 are all available for you to watch or listen to at your own leisure. Whether you're new, whether you have been here, From the beginning, you're doing this 30-day program at your own pace. There is no rush. There is nothing you have to do at the end. It is all about your own pace. The first half of the program focused on how we handle ourselves, self-discovery, routines, habits, focusing on the inner self. The second half is all about how we take all of that as basically cultivating ourselves into self-love, more self-love and moving that into the world. And through this week, we've been talking about that moving self love through sometimes challenging and difficult situations and things that we may encounter with others and ourselves. We talked about passive aggressive behavior this week, and we also have been talking, we also talked about gaslighting, which was yesterday, day 18. Passive aggressive was day 17. So back up and review those. Those two terms are gonna come in handy and those two trainings are gonna come in handy as we move into today and tomorrow's training, a two-part training all about narcissistic relationships. Something that is very near and dear to me uh, because I have dealt with narcissistic relationships my entire life. Being a people pleaser, maybe you're a people pleaser, and having the empathy and big heart you may find yourself attracting narcissistic individuals into your life and narcissistic behavior and narcissists in general the term narcissism is is not extensively a uh, an established very old term it has been coming into light in recent years way more prevalently and in all the research, And self-study I've done. I want to share information with you all about that. So let's get right into narcissistic relationships. And before we do, please remember that we have a email list now. If you want to join our email list and get information related to what we're doing on the podcast and what we're doing on the YouTube channel, which the YouTube channel is going to include live free yoga classes starting at the end of this month which is July and what's going to happen there is we're going to offer you several styles of yoga whether you're a beginner whether you're, you're you've been doing yoga before whether you like to do more passive yoga or active yoga it's all going to be out there for you and I can't wait to share all that with you so join the email list it's in the link in the description either on the podcast or on the YouTube channel and subscribe of course of course that supports uh, all of this. So thank you in advance for all of that. Now, as we talk about narcissistic relationships today and tomorrow, we need to remember that every relationship is different. So these videos are never a replacement for any type of diagnosis of any type of personality disorder or any other personality types out there. This is sharing information that I have learned and experienced myself. So again, I will remind you, if you find that something is severe, please seek out your medical professional for advice and help on that. What is narcissism? Well, if we look and define what narcissism is, narcissistic individuals tend to have a sense of superiority, grandiosity, fantasy, admiration, uh, and protection of the ego, because deep down, narcissists do not have any sense of self-love and self-worth. Remember in the first part of this training, the first 15 days were devoted to figuring out what's going on in your life and how you can treat yourself in the best way possible. If you are dealing with someone who is narcissistic, that self-love is not evident or available to them, okay? So that could come from a variety of different things in someone's path. But instead of focusing on why it happened for someone else, what we need to focus on is how we can help handle ourselves in these challenging relationships. So we need to understand that narcissists have a blatant lack of empathy. There is no empathy. It may feel like there's empathy, especially at the beginning, and we're going to talk about that. But Remember that when you are in a healthy relationship. Now, when I use the word relationship, I'm not just talking about a romantic relationship. I'm talking about all relationships. It could be a relationship with your coworkers or boss. It could be your friends. It could be your parents, your children, or other family members. So there's all relationships are included here. In healthy relationships, You can share your feelings, you can make mistakes, you can be vulnerable, you can share your opinion, your dreams, your hopes, and the other person in the relationship with you, if it's healthy, will support that. If you're in a relationship with a narcissist and the way you're going is you're starting to notice these patterns that I'm gonna talk about next, what that does is it stunts your ability to make decisions based off of your own self-esteem and courage because those are robbed of you when you're in a narcissistic relationship. It causes you to walk on eggshells, which will stop you from being a happier person. So what does that pattern of relationship look like? The first stage of this is called idealization or love bombing. This can feel like you cannot get enough of the other person. This could feel like you become so hooked or even obsessed because thing, things may seem so perfect at the beginning. You may get gifts. You may get love notes. You may feel like you've met your soulmate. You may feel like you're going out on these elaborate dates. Or on, you may even be taken on an elaborate trip. It, it could seem like empathy is there at the beginning. But even when you start to notice these initial red flags that could come up you kind of brush them off because you're so enamored by this initial hook that has brought you in. And again, it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be a friend or even happening in your family. You also start to brush off things and say, "Mm, they're having a bad day. The excuses might start, even though you notice the behavior might be a little off. Once that initial love bombing stage ends, you move into a devaluing stage, which is when things really begin to change. Controlling will start because you become hooked. So you're starting to get into a pattern where the other person, the narcissist, is controlling you. They may slowly, they do this by slowly isolating you from your friends, from your family, from work. And what we just discussed in the past couple days, gaslighting, passive aggressive, those things start to happen. You also may notice that there's two-faced behavior happening. They may be nice in a public setting and wonderful and warm and caring. And then if you get into the car and you're driving home from an event, you may be the victim of verbal abuse because they're no longer putting on a show anymore. But you may feel like they're just having a bad time or a bad day and you continue to make excuses. Because remember, you are hooked. You are hooked. You also feel like you're not able to do anything right because you're going to let that other person, the narcissist down. So that's the second phase, devaluing. So you've been through love bombing, you've been through devaluing. Then what happens? Discarding. So discarding happens because there is, remember there is no empathy. So because there is no empathy, narcissists get bored. Because they need more admiration, they need more grandiosity, they need you to be making sure that your attention is solely focused on them and not on yourself. And if that supply starts to get taken away from them, you cut the supply off or you're starting to realize this does not feel good, they could devalue you and then discard you. And when the discarding happens, they either may feel like they don't need you anymore. Or they may threaten to end the relationship. If you do this, we're done. I had someone send me a text like that one time. If you text me one more time, we're done. That was a red flag that I ignored and I kept on going. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, right? That type of behavior is not normal and healthy in a relationship. You may start to feel like you're the enemy, And it is not always the narcissist who ends the relationship. It could be you that ends the relationship. So the discard could happen either by you or by another person, the other person, the narcissist. And finally, hoovering is the final stage. And in hoovering, all that happens is the love bombing phase starts all over again, because in, in order to serve a narcissist's ego, because they maybe can't find their ego boost somewhere else, they may start to revert to their old ways and put that mask back on and be nice and warm and friendly and kind and do all those nice things for you to try to get you back in because they need that supply. Remember, narcissists cannot get self-love, cannot get love from themselves. They need it from others because they don't have self-love and they don't have empathy. So As we conclude, those are some general things and a general cycle of how that could work. This is general, not every relationship is like this and in some cases, it could take decades, a lifetime to realize that you might be in a relationship like this. It results in you feeling as though you have done something wrong and let someone else down or you couldn't fix them. And tomorrow's training is going to be all about how to cope with all of that after you've figured out that this is the type of relationship that you could possibly be in. So make sure you join us for tomorrow, day number 20 on Narcissistic Relationships. So wherever you are today, when you get a moment that your soul feels happy and you crack that smile and you laugh, Relish in that moment because you deserve that happiness. The more work you continue to do on yourself, the more happiness will come. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. And we will see you in part two of the narcissistic relationship training tomorrow, right here on Strength Yoga Freedom. See you soon, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly hope that you found at least one takeaway that you can use to take that step towards more strength, happiness, joy, and freedom in your life. If you like this podcast, please visit the links in the description to consider subscribing to our newsletter, where you'll get updates on new podcast episodes, trainings, and more content, and even yoga classes on our YouTube channel, where you can practice on your mat at home or wherever you are. You can also find and connect with me on Instagram. And if you're so inclined, there are also links to buy me a coffee or support the podcast through listener support. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you and appreciate you being here. And we'll talk with you soon. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.